this is going to sound crazy, but I, it's not because we've seen three stacks actually give verses Ooh, to people that are amazing. just that are just at the top at the moment. Kesha, he gave he gave Kesha like Rory's still hot hot about that. I get it. I get why he's hot about. You it. think you could get Jay Elect for on a Doja? With Doja. I got Jay Elect on a Rory record. I think he'd do a Doja Cat record. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I, I appreciate I like, the confidence that you should, have in I me. Think he's available. I, yeah. Yeah. I think he's available. <laughs> I think he's I think, available. I think Jay is available for that no, one. He, I think if Doja he calls, draws the line after me. No worry, I'm Welcome to a new episode of the new Rory and Maul podcast. I am Maul. I am Rory. And we are back with another audio adventure, another visual yes. expedition. Two ghetto superstars. Wow. Yeah, we are ghetto superstars. I would, I would say so. Yeah, yeah we're ghetto superstars. <laughs> Only for today. We're, we're prize in ODB. Wait, who's well, prize? That's racist. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, You're prize, he's Fez. Wasn't there one white dude in the Fuji's click? No, uh, I don't bro. think I don't think you're thinking about black eyed peas. The Fuji's. Oh, that's what it that's what it is. And I'm confusing the black eyed peas and Fuji's. <laughs> <laughs> that's very, not what <laughs> easily who's confused. Okay, okay. So who's before? Maya? Uh Damaris or Yomi? Definitely Damaris. Yomi. Why? Similar complexion. <laughs> then Damaris? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think you're confusing them with the black eyed peas with Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> what is he talking about? Okay, yeah. so Will I Am is on trial for colluding with China. No, that's the wrong one. Oh, so it's not black eyed peas. No. Yo, this is. I know I, we're supposed to do an intro and shit. Can we just get to the shits? Thank yeah. you. Get to this, it. This is nuts. This is up there with Tori and Meg. Ex, ex Fuji's rapper prize, um, Michelle, who funneled 80. 80- Michael? Is it Michael or Michelle? Michelle. Michelle. Michel. Okay. Michel. Michael. French, you know. Prize Michelle. Croissant. Okay. Michel. Uh-huh. I think Hell. you just spit on my eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, with, with the French connection, you know, there's beef patties, but they're... I got you. Instead of cocoa bread, it's a croissant. Got you. Ex-Fuji's rapper Prize, who funneled $800,000 to Barack Obama's campaign in 2012, has been found guilty in a scheme to help China influence the U.S. government. Now, Rory, you hit the chat with this uh, the other day, and you couldn't believe how crazy this story was. Uh, how wild of an event this was. This is so not I know he was excited to talk about this. Not so much excited, but it's one of those things even after the Tori and Meg thing, like, because we're so conditioned to hear crazy shit in the news every single day. Mm-hmm. It's not till you give it like a few days to go like, wait, what the fuck? Right. This is one of those things. When I saw that, I laughed first and then it set in about two days later and I said, Praz yep. is funneling over $100 million through Malaysia. Yep. To influence an election. And then I went even deeper. Mm. Hey, yo. Because Pizzagate, I understand. <laughs> How did John Forte get freed? I don't think it had anything to do with this, though. I know, I see, I see the, the, the correlation you're trying to make. I don't think it had anything to do with it. For those that don't know who John Forte is, he ran with the Fugees. He had a hit record uh, at, at one time. Then he went to Newark Airport with way too much Coke. Way too much. <laughs> Like, just a little bit yeah. too much to go through TSA. Yeah, way too much. Um, and then was pardoned either by Bush. I'm not sure if it was the Obamas. I think it was Bush. And that always shocked me. I'm like, how did John Forte get pardoned by the president for bringing that much coke to Newark Airport? Mm-hmm. Now I find out Praz is over in Malaysia 
getting $100 million in money laundering to get photos with Obama, doing some of the best influencer marketing I've ever seen. So I'll ask, was Praz in way over his head and now he's going to be the fall guy? Is he the easy fall guy? I don't know if he's the easy fall guy, but uh, from what I've read and things that I've been seeing online, I think that they actually gave him a chance to come forward a while ago. Yeah. And he turned that down. And then once Ten he toes. once he uh, once he realized like, OK, this is going to go bad. Then he jumped up and said, OK, I'm a, I'm an informant. I'm an FBI informant. And it's like, no, you're not. We, we don't need your work. Not snitching and being an FBI informant is hilarious. Right. <laughs> he should have taken that plea deal. But he, um, exactly. That's what it was. He was playing by Newark roles with, with Malaysia. Now the then this has something to do with because uh, it was embezzling, and then they was using uh, the money. They even funded the Wolf of Wall Street film, I believe, right? Yeah. So this guy, um, whatever his actual name is, I think they've redacted a lot of this Malaysian uh, billionaire. He's been using it's been influencer marketing to its highest degree. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much what Julian was doing with uh, Jason Derulo. But on a government level. Thank you, okay, Julian. Got you. They went through this guy's Rolodex. Yeah. It was from the Kardashians down to whatever. I just think it's hilarious. And this is where I think Praz just got over his head and he's the fall guy. His Rolodex was way higher than Praz. Yeah. Like it's just Praz that was like, wait, 70 million. Whereas Kim was like, hmm, I'll wait. So saying that Leonardo uh, DiCaprio, he willingly returned his gifted Oscar to federal authorities mm. amid the investigation. So, so the, DiCaprio doesn't even want to remember the movie The Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> at this point. You can take this gift. You can take anything else I, I received from the Academy for this film. Just take it. I have nothing to do with that. But, but what does this say about pretty much every election down to a local level? Like there's a million prizes in the world that mm-hmm. take money. In exchange for stuff, because there's a way to legally do it. Yeah. You can sign, I don't, I don't know, it's not a lobbyist, but I'm ignorant. I'm not a, a Democrat or Republican, but you can do this legally. But for the most part, people don't do that. It's the professional connection guy. Mm-hmm. And I think they looked at Praz with not knowing much about the culture that, oh, he Grammy award winning, this and that. Mm-hmm. We can use him for influence. He's met Obama. Yeah. And he's the only one that said yes to that insane amount of money to do what they wanted to do. It's saying that Praz faced a charge of stemming from his relationship to Joe Lowe. That's the guy's name. A, Ma- a Malaysian billionaire accused of stealing that's $4 billion from a Malaysian sovereign wealth fund. Well, that's his name in this that's, article. That's why I said it was redacted. In. <laughs> they came up with Jane Doe, Joe Blow. Yeah. It's Joe Lowe. Mm-hmm. Joe Lowe. Uh, we'll keep going. I'm sorry. I just think it's funny that you know Praz is going through all of this and his ghetto superstar record, he was actually playing the president in the video. I just think that's like a full circle. You brought that up, and I could not believe it was 1998 and that I was watching that video with ODB, Maya, and Praz when I was eight years old. But I did not put the connection together that it was part of that movie soundtrack. What was the name of that movie, Julian? Bullworth. Bullworth. And it kind of was predicting everything. Mm -hmm. He zips down and he becomes the president. He pretty much what Obama did in that photo for $70 million that was handed to Praz. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what this means for Praz, but I'm guessing this means they're about to smoke his boots. They about to hand him at least 15 to 20 years for this. They said a minimum sentence of 20 years. Damn. Mm. About to smoke him. Yeah. He has to be the fall guy for everyone. Because if if he gets a minimum sentence, they're going to just start investigating everyone. Mm -hmm. But I think this also is kind of like a representation of Praz's career. In what way? 
I, it's going to sound disrespectful. I don't want to take away from Praz. I know his contributions to the score. He has some of my favorite verses. Mm -hmm. Okay. I never understood, even as an eight-year-old, how Praz got on this amazing record with ODB and Maya. And okay. then it ended up being featuring them. At, at eight, you didn't understand how, how Praz had this. <laughs> I just wanna, like, what do you look like at eight years old is looking at this video? Like, how did this guy get this I just verse? feel like the carnival had came out and Miseducation had came out. And it was pretty clear where the direction of that group was going. Yeah. And then they, was it Interscope? Someone gave Praz this amazing record featuring in 1998 ODB, who was on fire, mm -hmm. and Maya, who was the new chick. Mm -hmm. How did Praz, like Praz always finds his way, he's, he found his way into the Fugees, he found his way onto this record. <laughs> he found his way into the Fugees. Those, that's like, that's fam. Like, what you mean he found his way? They, they grew up together. He's always been, and again, maybe more of our influence, he's always been bare minimum boys to get to the top. How did like how has Praz navigated his way to always be in these situations with absolute legends and stay relevant? It's crazy. Right place, right time. Right. He is the he's on some Forrest Gump shit as far as just being around legendary shit that's at all funny. times. Like Praz has always stayed relevant. He's gonna have one of those. He's gonna be that 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 cellmate that's gonna have the wildest stories. Oh, for sure. And they're gonna be like, yo, you, you that can't be real. And then years later, like those guys that's gonna locked up with him is gonna be like, yo, he was he wasn't lying. That really happened. Because like, even if he said this, even if he was locked up and said, yeah, you know, I embezzled billions of dollars from Malaysia. We did a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. That just doesn't sound real if you're in jail. It's like, yo, what is this dude talking about? But also like, all right, Praz went from musician to then he became a filmmaker. I don't know if you guys knew this. He did a, a documentary on Skid Row where he like pretended to be a homeless person and stayed on Skid Row for a minute. I don't know if it ever came out, but. That was a passion project? I suppose, yes. How does he go from Skid Row to then being able to connect Malaysian billionaires with the Obamas? He finesse. Well, I'm willing, I'm willing to bet that he probably met somebody on Skid Row. Mm. Most people have some, some, some crazy life stories. You would be yeah. surprised at the, the people that are actually on Skid Row and how they got there. That is a fact. So he probably met somebody on Skid Row that was like had a story like that he's going to have in prison. Mm -hmm. That I know a guy that knows a guy, you know. But he, but he actually believed the guy. When yeah. everyone else was he like, he's just talking. It. Yeah, he actually believed the guy, and he went and did his due diligence, and this is how he became involved in this whole Malaysian uh, scam to affect the U.S. election. I'm just gonna go with he's the fall guy. I don't think the amount of money that they're putting on him, as far as connections, I think the Obamas, like everyone else, love the Fujis, and there was that time in the beginning of the Obama term where. Everyone was at the White House taking photos. Mm -hmm. And as we see, Praz is a personable guy that can get in a room and clearly get people to like him. He can tap dance. <laughs> he knows how to perform. I don't even want to say tap dance, but he, he can get people to he like know, him. He knows how to perform. So I can see him starting a relationship with that. And then, you know, times may get tight. And you have the opportunity to talk to someone in that room. That's yeah, like, yo, I'll I, I give you $70 million if yeah, you can get a photo I, with Obama. I, yeah. And then you look over at Obama and be like, yo, ready or not was on your playlist. Like, right. can my mans get a photo with you? I don't even like that handshake with him on Obama. That looked like, that just looked like that smile. That looks crazy. That looked like the wire. You know when the wire go through? Oh, for sure. That's that smile like, yeah, it landed. <laughs> it landed. That money landed. Big tap. <laughs> oh, God. I, you, you know that handshake right there. I mean. I, this it, just further proves that politics is, is, is just corrupt, bro. Because oh, I mean, Prize is the, is the fall guy. We know that. 
But there's some other people that was involved in that shit that we may not ever find out about. He's a little twisted, the situation. I yeah, mean, it's much sure. easier to put rapper pros and then election tampering after. Yeah. Yeah. And remove it, that dead. rapper label. Because he ain't, he ain't <laughs> rapped in no, a long he time. He ain't rapped in so much. Like, remove that rapper label, man. He's a, he's a diplomat now at this point. And now I'm thinking when I went to go see uh, the Fugees last year, and I was, remember we talked about it, I saw Shine for the first time in a suit mm-hmm. as oh, a yes. diplomat. Now I'm nervous that, like, I hope there's no photos of Shine in Pros. Oh, nah. Uh, I think, I think he, Shine, he, Shine just got yeah, back to nah, the country. Nah, he ain't, nah, Shine ain't, he ain't he's he still in parole. That. He probably met that guy before and was like, nah, I'm good. Cause, like, it, that guy had to have gone through a few rappers first. What would have been funny if, if Shine, cause he had just came back to America at that point mm-hmm. and went to see the Fugees and, as a diplomat. And if mm-hmm. Pros was like, yo, you too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know him? Yeah, that's my man. Nah, I ain't wanna make that we're move. Both diplomats. Yeah, I don't know. This is this is bad though. Prize is definitely gonna be sitting up for a while for a very long time uh behind this. Um at least a minimum of twenty years. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Can we get into though, like how much the Fuji's actually have been involved in government shit? A good amount. Yeah, know. but didn't Wyclef have something I mean, going Wyclef, on with the whole Haiti uh Haiti thing? Yeah. I'm gonna get to that with and uh, he said he was gonna run for president in Haiti, and then when the earthquake happened, he was like the face of that entire thing. Again, John Forte, like I said, got pardoned by President Bush. Clearly, we see what's going on with Praz. Um, And then we have Akon. Wait, what? Mm. <laughs> Built a city in Africa. Yeah. He's killing it over there. Yeah. Like energy-saving city. It, it goes kind of deep when it comes to politics and the Fugees. Or politics and, and, and hip-hop. The Fugees in particular. Yeah, I don't know, man. If if I'm in there, you dudes though, if you got any type of dealings with this shit, now's the time to be scared. Cause I got a feeling Akon gonna make more than the album when he I mean, Pro's gonna make more than the album when he get behind them bars. <laughs> oh, he's gonna start talking. You know that. He already said he's an informant and he's not. That's letting you know where he where he's staying on. Like I'm willing to talk about but, anything. But that's what I'm saying. If you're an FBI informant and you had this much connections, especially to foreign nations. Right. You and should you're, be going and you're admitting you're an informant and you're still about to do 20 years and have to give all that money over it. To me, that means he did not know much at all. Yeah. He was literally like connected. Yo, this is my man's. I just think saying that you're a federal informant and you're not is hilarious. <laughs> like, like, who does that? <laughs> like, you, at that point, you're just trying to stay out of jail. Like, yo, I'm a rat. And not only that, even with local politics, Mayor uh, Ross Baraka of Newark mm-hmm. did all the... Um, interludes that are on miseducation and he's on all the interludes of the score okay i see what you're doing you're, you're not are you not yeah, no, no, seeing no, 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 this government no, no, you just, it's you, not just hip-hop you just went somewhere with that one yeah you just tied something public enemy only took it so far yeah the fujis have literally touched every single form of government that there is and then lauren went with the marley's and we already know that's a darker deeper criminal okay, yeah that's that's something totally different that even goes into arena football <laughs> 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 yeah yeah I, listen man it's <laughs> i'm the only one that found that so funny when she married her now ex-husband and everyone's like oh is it ziggy is it like which marley is it is it like no no it's the one that plays arena football and everyone's like there's a marley that plays arena football <laughs> uh, he doesn't play arena he plays soccer no nah, he played football so yeah we don't really i know you guys did the rockefeller family tree with like the t-shirt which i still we have got Fuji's one. yeah but the fuji's one goes to the obamas like yep Yours went to John Legend, which I respect. But yeah. <laughs> like, I like Big Sean, too. Yeah. But the fact that it can go 
<laughs> to the cabinet with, yeah. the, with the Fujis. No, it's the, the, the judicial system. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, it's that's a different that's a different family tree. Uh, either way, yeah, prize. Uh, you should have never took that meeting with dude in, in Malaysia, I guess, because you're <laughs> fucked. I just think saying you're a federal informant and you're not is hilarious. Like when you didn't want to be a rat that bad to get out of it. Like, yeah, I'm a snitch. No, you're not. <laughs> you never worked for us. We don't need you. Is there snitching rules in that regard, though? What do you mean? I mean, this is way above my existence level, not even pay grades. When you're in this world of government, like, I feel like snitching is just across the board regular. Like, who holds yeah. it down in that world? You could rat on white people. Well. I thought that was the rule. Well, we're talking, Praz is black and the, the Malaysian guy, I don't think he's white. Not but, white, yeah. And Obama. Obama. I, I thought we were just talking about Obama the government. I thought we were just Muslim, talking about the government uh, period. Hawaiian. Yeah, but there's multiple governments that aren't run by white people. What? I'm talking about American no government. Way. Yeah, but we're saying they weren't <laughs> included with American government. He I thought it was us, us and the British. He was talking. He said he was an FBI informant. Yeah, that's what I'm referring he's to. He's not. But that's where Rory brought up. Is the it FBI okay? spans across multiple races, and like it's not just white people. It should just be white Anglo-Saxons, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. True. Yeah. <laughs> well, all the black informants are in blackface. Speaking of uh, what? the FBI, Jack Harlow's dropping a surprise. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Hold on. Don't put that on Jack. No, no, no. I just said speaking of the FBI, Jack is dropping an album. Why? How's that? Okay. Well, I, before we get there, but it is still music. Does Praz also make an album over the phone? Like shine. I hope Godfather Buried Alive. No, I hope not. Why not? I hope I hope Praz just does his time. Godfather Buried Alive is a great album, and it was mostly over the phone. Yeah, but and it was produced by Kanye West before he was Kanye West. See that? See, you talking about the produced by? See, you you need a producer to kind of tie that thing together, make it make sense, make it palatable. I don't know if Praz is able to reach out. I don't know what producer would actually tie themselves to Praz right now. Did you see? Uh, Fifty has had a, a blast with this entire Praz thing. And I saw everyone talking about why is 50 care this much about Praz being arrested. If you do the science again, always in certain rooms, another hip hop Forrest Gump. Remember when Ja and 50 got in that fight in the studio where 50 got stabbed? Mm-hmm. This is before he got shot. Mm-hmm. Praz was the one, FBI informant, that snitched. He saw 50 in the studio on one floor, walked up to Ja, Irv, and them and said, hey, 50's downstairs. <laughs> I'm an FBI informant. Damn. Oh, that was just, I'm, I'm about to blow done? Yep. Hundred percent. I, I he's everywhere. This shit just sounds like. Why was Praz in that studio at that time? And it's hard to say he was in there working, right? Like you can't no. really go to that. What like was Praz doing? Praz didn't give us enough music to be like, yo, he probably was in the studio laying down some some vocals, rapping. He probably wasn't. What was he doing there? He was trying to do a follow up from Ghetto Superstar three years later. <laughs> <laughs> ODB had just gotten out, signed to Rockefeller. Maybe there was, you know, part nah. two. Nah. <laughs> it is interesting though like you tying it together and we laughing about it but that shit does run deep it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of loose ends it's a lot of things that we are gonna find out about this I think this is just the beginning I think Prize is gonna give a a tell all and really go deep into what all of this shit really was about what scares me as well with this entire thing of how deep Prize may be into this yep. you would think even the liberal media channels would get the marching orders to destroy this mm-hmm. like he's a rapper they kill every rapper doing anything mm-hmm. let alone having an influence like this mm-hmm. and it's the obamas what does Praz know that the owners of all these media outlets did it's been across every platform don't get me wrong 
but I would expect they would spend 24 hours a day covering this entire thing. They kind of have just been like, yeah, rapper prize going to jail. All but, right, moving on. But, but, but why do they keep calling him a rapper prize? Because he is. Is uh, diplomat, I'm sorry. Yeah, like you gotta don't put that rapper label on him. You just don't think it's weird that they haven't covered this the way they typically would with a story this fucking big. Uh I, I don't know. I don't know if it's Common was invited to the White House and they spent a month covering it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not being conspiracy theorists and thinking every single media platform has just said, hey, this happened. And not killing it the way they've killed every rapper. Every time a black person does anything even remotely close to Obama, they destroy them, mm-hmm. let alone someone that was a rapper and Haitian. Yeah, you, you, you seem to be like your conspiracy, your, your, four, your tinfoil hat is all the way on with this one. I don't think it is. No, I think it is. I don't think it's, I think they know what they know and it's not probably not as deep as you. Leonardo DiCaprio was in court, in a courtroom with women above 30. Yeah, he had to dock the yacht. Leo went to court, and this shit has not really been covered like that. It's just been another news story. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, I do think Proz is going to tell everything. I do think he will give us more of this story. Nah, it's but done. I just he's found guilty. He's, the nah, talk but he, is done. Oh no, he got it. But he's got to talk. He has to tell. He has to tell us. He can't just do twenty years and not say nothing. You think he'll come back like uh, Tory Lanes and his his jail jail call? Oh, saying that it, it wasn't him? Why was Tory trying to sound like Mumi in that type of shit? Like he was some political prisoner? Well, you know, he was, <laughs> he was reading everything they told him to read. His lawyers gave him, I think his lawyers uh, sent a, a statement to him that he was supposed to read. His court date is coming up, I think, soon. His sentencing date. Yeah, but they're pushing it back to appeal. So who knows with that? But, I mean, luckily Jack's going to come here and save everything. Maybe I am a conspiracy theorist to think this prize shit is regular. But. I think Jack dropping the album so soon after his... Uh, his 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 Grammy nod and um giving us a surprise no singles no nothing I think this no is, shirt this is tied into the next election this has Trump <laughs> written all over it I don't mm. know if y'all feel that way or not this has Don written all over it like look at the, look at the first one. let's talk about the cover art it it looks uh very red state. Very red state. Definitely it's a, red, it's a state. red trash can right there. <laughs> but there's a blue one behind it. So, so that right there is letting us know that's election vibes. That's both parties. First of all, you, both th- parties. you think anyone that owns that barn is uh, voting for Biden? Absolutely not. There's not even a net on the basketball. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Larry Bird vibe. <laughs> right that's a, that's no- a pure shooter. Yeah, that's a pure shooter. Like yeah, You got to be a pure. You don't even hit the ball. Don't touch the rim if you don't have no net on it. And if you're just looking at this street, very skinny street, no one double parked. No. Big red state. Yeah, this is a red state. Red nipples for the red state. Uh, Jack Harlow is dropping his new album, Jackman. It's out now. If you're listening to this, uh, it's we're hearing it's a heavy, heavy rap. It's That's, not too many, too too much of the sing songy, TikToky. We're not doing no singles. This is real rap, authentic hip hop. All right, well let's let's get into at least what the internet's been saying about this. Is this too soon? Let's I start think, with that first I question. Think so I think it's too soon. I don't like the fact that there's no song out. Um, I'm, of course, Jack will have songs on the album that we like and that we play, but I just don't, I don't think Jack is the artist that can just drop an album with no type of rollout, no type of song, visuals. Like, I think you need, he's not, the, he's not that artist. That That's reserved for very few. Okay. Well then let me ask you this. 
is he doing this because the last one was such a poppy TikTok album that he kind of hated that he became that artist and quickly came back with what we think is going to just be a rapidy rap album? You know what? I don't because really- he started out rapidy rap and he was great at it. And I don't mean that as a, a bad thing, rapidy rap. I thought Jack could really rap. Mm-hmm. Then he caught that single and then kind of had to keep doing that for this entire last project. Do you feel like the the, the last album was was TikToky hip hoppy? Yes. The entire thing. TikToky hip hop. Yeah, I don't I, I <laughs> think I mean, the focus first cla- that- I, I, obviously the first class was the one I always thought Nail Tech was the, the better record out of those two. But, but I know still first still class, very much a, a TikToky one. And this could be a response to Jack now having a fan base he didn't set out to get and doesn't want to continue to feed. And this is all predictions. I know you guys are listening to this album now. I could be wrong. It could be a bunch of nail techs on here. But we've heard that it's a rap album. Mm-hmm. And there's no features. And if you do it this quickly. Allegedly. No features? I was told it's a rap album with no features. I mean, outside of Drake, he didn't have very many features on the last one. Yeah, that's true. He's not a feature-heavy artist like that. But is this his way to get out of that, that world where he would have to be... You know when rappers catch a single that... that goes it kind of becomes their identity if they don't maintain it Mm -hmm. so the fact that he's coming so quick again with a different style of music makes me think he does not want that nail tech crowd anymore like i didn't set out for this there's there's no longevity with this i don't want to continue to chase the singles like i came out here to be a rapper and an artist that's going to be here for 10 years so he's put he's putting out his album jackman which is out now and he has a movie white men can't jump the remake of that movie coming may 19th Mm Is is this album? Is he going to use this album and the movie as kind of like his rollout? Nah. Or is it like he using this album to get out the way because he has so much he's going to have to do after the movie comes out? It, it's the the weekend. This is it's Kentucky Derby. Uh, is coming up. It's the same. He's doing the same thing he did last year. So this album that came out a year ago was also during Derby weekend. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the video with Drake Churchill Downs that whole yeah. tie in. But that's I think that's such a big part of his brand and his identity the kentucky obviously but the derby specifically that i think that's gonna more or less become his release cycle okay but if you have so this he movie, wants to have music out for the derby every year sounds like it not a derby I mean, soundtrack. last two years in a row i asked first I, of all I the was, people at that derby are not listening to Jack's album. Yeah, they it's not about the people to derby i just think the it coincides the yeah. people that listen to jack don't watch the derby I yeah, thought the I, video. I thought the video was fire. Don't get me wrong. It, that was a great like, idea. He's not hip- making this album for the Derby audience. That's what I'm like. But I think the Kentucky. That's so much of his identity is the Derby in Kentucky. It's not about the people. Yeah, it's not about the audience. that are there at the event. It's just it's for him personally. It's conditioning. And I'm saying even both sides of his fan base, the younger ones that like the TikTok shit and the people that like rap, are yeah. both. Not going. Oh shit! I think the Derby's in two weeks. Are we not. gonna get some Jack music? <laughs> when is when is uh when is the Derby? Can we get? The I Jack think it's week? it's it's next week. It's not with the album's out now. Got to let the Derby's next week so they can wrap next along. So the the, the album the last album came out the weekend of the Derby, May six. It's like the first weekend of May every year. It says Scissor's rumored to be featured on the Jack Harlow album. And come on, this is on Twitter. Not. Julia so it's says real. she's not. <laughs> Look, they took a picture on the couch together. That means they, that means they uh, have a song. I think they live together now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they took a picture together. They took right? a photo. <laughs> but you don't think because, all right, May 19th is very close. And I know they're putting a lot of money behind this white man can't jump remake. He could have skated this entire year without putting another album out. For sure. Probably, and staying yeah. relevant. Yeah. So to me, this is a cry for help on becoming a rap superstar. I don't want that shit. A cry for help? Yes. Because now. 
hey, you know how hard it is if you have to become the me. identity of those records? Like, let's even look at Steve Lacey's not a, a prime example, but it is similar in regard to Steve Lacey setting out to be the type of artist he wanted to be, catching something, and now pissed off at the reaction of his success. When you say when you say cry for help, what do you mean? Yeah, that's why. I mean, he's Grammy nominated. I mean, all Grammys ain't good Grammys. Ask Macklemore. No, but no, oh, come is on. that more Mac, bars? Macklemore, no, that's not. I, I <laughs> hope that's not more no. bars. But Macklemore actually, he actually, he actually won. Like Jack was nominated, which is that to me, so which, crazy, which to me is a win. Hell yeah, being nominated. That's amazing. So when you say a cry for help to be recognized as a rap superstar, he became a pop rapper with this album. And if you listen to Jack before that, he was definitely not that type of artist. Not to say there was no crossover. But this entire album, so this is the album is a got, pop that, rap album. This is the album that he used to gain the attention. This album he's put out, Jackman, is the real Jack. Like this is who I am. This is the artist that I want to be. Yes. I want to really rap. Okay. I really do think that's what it is, and not to get sucked into this identity as a a pop rapper because the focus of single for okay. this last album was Dua Lipa, and that was mm-hmm. a huge pop rap. Joke, jokes aside, of like the fake me and Jack beef. I didn't mind this album, but I definitely like Jack's older stuff. This, to me, was very watered down and very much not for me, which is fine. You caught success with those two singles. Fucking get your money. I like Drake feature. I thought the album was all right. I like this album. It was a very watered down album. It was a pop rap album. And I, I, I know think, what you mean. This I one think is now he wants, to, he wants to, to come really right back. Different type of production, different type of music, real lyrics. Like... I, like I said, we record this Thursday, so we don't we didn't yeah. hit album yet. Yeah, so. it could it could just be fourteen nail text. <laughs> he could have put out the pedicure project. Yeah. We wouldn't even the know. Pedicure <laughs> project. Yeah, like we we gotta wait to Naming hear it. Album Jackman, and it's all nail records. Yeah, it's like that, that's. I mean, yeah. listen, shoulders, know. knees, and toes. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. It might be yoga music on there. I don't know. Nah, uh, you can tell by the by the cover art. He's all grungy. That's supposed business. to represent hip hop, and yeah, well, I'm, yeah, I'm stripped down. Right, but I'm not mad at the rush if the music is good now. You can't really box him into just being a nailtician. Like he can also be the Jack he was before, which was more of the mixtape rapping type shit. Mm-hmm. That's all. And well, I think, and I think he's mad that he did kind of get washed by Drake. I think he has something to prove. I just think "Cry for Help" was a little exaggerated. I know what Rory is saying though. It's like, no, guys, look, like I can actually rap. Like I'm not like the rest of these guys just releasing pop. Like I'm nice. See. You don't think there's other versions of Cry for Help? Do you think Steve Lacey walking off stage was a cry for help? Because I do. Yeah, walking off stage. And I, I think there's different... Dropping to a, an album while you were dropping a movie nearby, I don't think it's a cry for and help. And I'm saying, not only that movie will also make him more of a pop rapper. He's a fucking I, actor now. And it's a, a movie that they're going to put mad money behind. Yeah. It's going to put him to the next level. Now, that can be great for two years, but it could really just put you in a box where no one's going to take you seriously based off the music you originally wanted to make. Maybe cry for help isn't the right phrasing because he's not crying it's, for help. He's doing extremely well. I think this is just him getting himself getting ahead of situation. I cry brand. for help on this podcast every day. And you guys Yeah, laugh. we don't listen. <laughs> I laugh at <laughs> yeah. There's different forms you of cry for help. Being successful and still crying. Yeah, it's not, I, agree, I, don't, I think cry for help is such like a negative connotation. Exactly, I think this is That's him. your interpretation. It's I think there's different versions of cry for help. I think this is him getting ahead of his own brand because to your point, that film is going to send him into a whole other stratosphere with right. like yo, the youth, the suck. kids, the basketball. I want to say, what it's is probably going to Suck. What if this I mean, album is bad? That shit is gonna be I, fucking space that's, jam too. That's a whole nother thing. Because even if the movie's bad, 
then he's super fucked without the rap album. That movie because now like you're a pop rapper. And that then, movie looks like it's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be the next fucking. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was never we, take Jack out of it. Just a white man can't we just jump. Have remake. House party. I was now we're gonna have this. It's very interesting. I'm, I'm cool. Yo, do you have oh. y'all seen the original White Man Can't Jump? Yeah. I would. Say I would it. just stay away from that. It's good or it's trash? No, the white man can't jump. I'm, just, I'm asking. Classic. It's a classic. classic. Okay. Yeah. 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 But I, that's what I'm saying. I think you just leave that. Saw Rosie Perez's nipples. Yeah. Like. Yeah. But that was like 20, 30 years ago. You just leave nipples. that. Leave that alone. Like, I, the trailer for the, this white man can't jump. It's not. It I looks a little cheesy. It's too long for me. You know, it's bad when the trailer is too long. For yeah. Me. It's <laughs> like this. Don't it? Don't it? Don't seem like it's real basketball energy. Like it seems like it's just like that was such a great classic film. It's been almost 30 years, if not yeah. already 30 years. Let's remake it mm-hmm. and then give it like the new like spin of social media. You know, all they want to do is take old classics and then add it with a social media vibe to it. Yeah. I just don't I I I would have just left that. You're up. not gonna go watch it. But like one. game on the line, I mean, look what look at his practice core. You're not you're not passing him the ball. You don't want him to take the game winner, right? The hoop is right there. That's Jackman. Good point. That's yeah, Jack but the hoop is right there. Yeah, but and you don't even know if that's regulation. That could be like eight True. feet, nine feet. Right? It could be fifteen because he he can jump. You find out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, wow. it wasn't really that good of a dunk, even at the end of the movie <laughs> on a regulation. Man. Damn, Damn Jack windmills it though. What if they change it? Why they can't, can't it, see? And that's another thing. What if they try to add that in the movie? Like it's, it's probably the same way they they win the game the same way they win the tournament. They the same probably way. will. Don't do that. Jack put his arm in the rim. Like, show me them losing. Because, you know what I mean? That's a real, that's the reality, too. Like, show me, show me them losing. Like, don't show me Jack catching a lob at the end and, like, windmilling it. Don't do that. I didn't like how they tried to clean up the reverse racism in White Man Can't Jump. Because it was way more unrealistic that he hit two hook shots from full court than a white guy not being able to dunk. Yeah. <laughs> and then to get on Jeopardy. Well, he was studying. <laughs> that was don't make it seem like that came out of nowhere. That no, was, no, Rosie was had been ready yeah, to go. She was, she was ready. She was. That was her whole her, her life dream was to be on Jeopardy, win, get that money, so they could live happily ever after. Two hook shots, full court. That's Woody tough. Harrison could really hoop though. I don't know I know. if Jack Harlow could really play ball. That's the thing. Nah, Woody Jack Harrison hoop is right there. Jack Woody, plays. You look look at his home court. Yeah, that just looked like. I don't know. It like first of all, he didn't put that up there. That is not his. Like home. when he was born, that was there. Like that was his dad. Think Atlantic put that? Oh up? yeah. <laughs> and they cut you the think, net off. You think, you think Kaiser nailed that into the shed? <laughs> Got his hands oh, dirty. Man. Why can't Generation Z have like an original thought? Why are there so many remakes of old movies? Well, it's not Gen Z making these decisions. Songs. Yeah. See, you're generation. putting that on Gen Z. And it's, it's actually not, us. It's, yeah, it's us. But no, I'm, saying, us. I'm saying it's a generation older than us that's controlling the budgets. Nah. They're so lazy that. And they're too scared to take a risk. So it's like, all right, this is proven. Let's just remake it. That's where we're going to put our money. Because I can explain that to my bosses. Jack played in the All-Star game. Look, at he's got a little steel fast break lay. This was the celebrity game? Yeah. yeah. You put up some decent numbers. It's easy for lazy execs to go in with a proven concept Wait, from this a classic is... movie rather than an uh, original oh, idea. Oh, buckets. God. Why he shot it like that? <laughs> no, they'll CGI the form, though, in post. Wait, this Yo, is the CGI in the form is you sick. Nah, nah, y'all didn't see how he shot that. It should look like an accident. I mean, Woody's form wasn't that. Yaga. Nah, Woody Woo. Harrison. Really, we not doing. That. I'm just saying he had a, a he had alternative great, style. No, no, he had great form. He was really shooting that shit. But he wasn't Alan Houston. Best plays being 49 nah. seconds is funny though. Woody Harrelson, he I'm, I'm willing to bet Woody Harrelson to kick Jack's ass in basketball right now. <laughs> right now? Oh, right I agree. Now. Right now? 
That should be right the movie. Now. Of course. That should be the movie. Like, if they don't have ja- <laughs> if they don't have Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes in this movie, yeah, that'd be like that making appearance. Like, if they're not sitting like at the a, park talking shit. Like Burt Reynolds in Longest Yard yeah. when he comes out of the jail cell, like, I'm going to coach. Yeah, yeah. like, they got to they gotta have Wesley and, and, and Woody in, in this new uh, white man jump. But they have to be realistic about it. They can't be successful. No, no, no. Because that was be, a terrible career plan of just uh, no. They got to be going to up, the courts. And yeah, no, they got to be washed up at the beach, just chilling, watching everybody. Like Shep. They got to yeah, be Shep. Exactly. That's what it has to be. Uh, either way, Jackman is out now. Uh, let us know what y'all think about it. I'm pretty sure y'all gonna trash it in the first hour. That's what people do. They listen to albums one time and say it's the worst shit they ever heard in their life. Um, and speaking of other white rappers, another great prediction we had. I think that Doja Alchemist album is coming. <laughs> Ebro, Doja Ebro white confirmed. <laughs> Doja. She's not white? No. Oh. What is, what's her 23 and me? Doja's African. South African? I mean, it would be. <laughs> South African is fucking hilarious. She's African and mixed um, with Her mom okay. is uh, Jewish and her father is South African. Oh, she white. So, so the whitest you can be. Yeah, she's, she's white. That's pretty, she's white. That's pretty white. I'm not going to lie. So the whitest you can be. Yeah. That's not fair. She's not white. Doja's not white. I wouldn't say Doja's a white girl. I, wouldn't, no. I didn't say she wasn't African. I'm just saying she's white. <laughs> she's not white. <laughs> you could be African. Wait, are we talking about the original Jews or which Jewish? Mm. No, nah, she's you. She's Ashkenazi. Yeah, I remember she's Ashkenazi. Yeah, guys, I'm white. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. To your point, I'm yeah. giving you to your point. If we haven't noticed, yeah, I'm white. Wait, hold on, hold on. She's mixed. Doja Cat is Her mixed. mother is a Jew from Rye, New York. <laughs> Oh, that's big. This is the most Jewish community yeah. I think in the country. Yeah, <laughs> definitely top three. That's like rye bread. Um. Oh, now I see why <laughs> Nori was so pissed about the feet and the racist chats. But oh, yeah. anyways, um, oh. I'm here to support Doja. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Is. I'm just saying, coming out of that. Well, y'all think all rap? Support. I'm gonna. So Doja is releasing an all rap um album that we predicted well ebro said he listened to eight new tracks and they were all hardcore rap and we can trust fucking ebro i listened to can we i listened to the ebro clip how you you met him before we can trust ebro what is she talking about we can trust ebro Ebro we trust yeah see this is how it happens we can trust him no you can't here's the thing i love ebro good guy i just don't i wouldn't leave basely with ebro that's what i'm saying can we trust we can she said we can trust ebro can we like have you ever met ebro um, I saw the headlines. Um, shout out to Nadeska and Lo discussing this. And Ebro, Ebro's a good guy. Oh, I love him. That's for sure. Is he? He's, he's family, yeah, nah. if you will. Ebro, he's a good guy. Family Ebro, that I wouldn't that leave Baisley with. Shout out to Ebro. Yeah. Um, Ebro said he heard what sounded like just rap records in their infant stage. So we don't know how those are going to change. But I do hope that is what happens. Who you think? All, all rap album gonna be better. Uh, Jackman or Doja Cats? Doja. Doja. Oh, Doja. Without a doubt. <laughs> no y'all, saying, y'all think Doja rap better than Jack? Yes. yes. Yeah. No offense to Jack. What do you think, Wall? And that's, I know it sounds like a slight. Jack, not. Jack can rap. Jack has more of a pr- Actually, proof you know of what? concept. No, let, me, let me take that back. Jack has proven himself as a rapper more than Doja. Yeah, he has a proof of concept. That's what I'm saying. So I don't, I don't know like why rapping, you're just jumping to think that Doja can rap better than him. Like, what, what makes y'all say? I need a five fingers death freestyle on Sway with Doja. Mm. Got to see where she's now. I at. do think I do think Doja can rap. Like I do think she has the ability to make really good rap songs. But I just don't know if I'm ready to say she's gonna make a better rap album than Jack. She but, didn't sound like um a high pitched doom on Kill, Kill My Ex. That's funny. <laughs> no, Mock Homie could have rapped that exact same thing 
and we would have said it was the greatest shit of all time. But that's my comedy. It's, it's just a different tone. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I do want to hear Doja rap, though. And I'm with you on that. I do want to hear straight rap. As a person who listens to Doja's albums, Doja does rap. She just raps over pop beats. Yeah. We listen you, to Doja. you said over Jack. I might say Doja's <laughs> rap album might be better than Eminem. Cole's rap album in 2023. You're, wait, wait, wait. The fall off? Wait, 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 wait. You're saying that Doja Cat's supposed rap album is better than White Boy J. Cole's. This is hypothetical. I don't hypothetical album so so doja's album that's supposed to be coming would be better than j cole's next project that he's recording right now is what you're saying that would be a rap album yes you're you're saying it's better than the one that cole hasn't put out or you're comparing it to the off season the one that no that would come out this year i'm saying in 2023 depending Um, on and why i'm saying that is at the point doja is at in her career she would have to make sure those rap songs could also cross over (laughs) They would be at the highest form of mixing. It would be perfect records that were also in the grimy rap shit. Where Cole was at in his career, Cole's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants to do. She has to make a. She has to make a perfect rap album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has more. To she prove. can't like yeah. yeah. She can't just do whatever the fuck she wants on this. This has to be the most polished, grimy. She has to check every last box if she's gonna put a rap album out. Okay. She's not at that point in her career where she can do whatever the fuck she wants. I like when Cole. The off season to me was Cole doing whatever the fuck he wants, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. But nah, he he earned that time to do that. Doja putting out a rap album would have to be fucking perfect, and she's so good with her brand and so good with her music. I don't see her even putting one out unless that shit is five mics from uh, Coyle Ray's father. What, what what features does she have? Who who's some of the features she has on her? Who would I want to hear with Doja? You want to speculate? We don't know. I'm saying yes. no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who would you want to hear with Doja? Yeah, ironically, Cole would be the first yes. feature I would think. I wouldn't want to hear Cole. They would Doja. kill a record together. Doja, I, I mean, Doja. Kendrick and Doja, I've been wanting for quite some time. I just think their tones together on some nerd shit would be perfect. But I think she might, I hope she doesn't, and this may sound like some hating shit. I hope she doesn't try to go too rappy. Like, I hope she doesn't try to get a Griselda posse cut to try to prove herself. Nah, I don't. Like, I want her to still. Because <laughs> you. <laughs> Like I just don't want that. Like it'd be I great for Griselda. Like, don't, and Griselda. Like don't get it. me wrong. If it's good, I want it. I, I don't want it to be the single, but, but I, I want feel it like on the she, album. If she did that, it would just be like, "Hey, accept me here. Look who I'm next to." Because I feel like people have used Griselda that way in I certain cases. That don't look like. But if thing. she eats, then I do want to hear on a on a loop beat though, like one of those grimy like. Yeah, I would love to hear Doja on that. Just like aesthetically, I want to hear what that sounds like. But I think that she she'll get some features like. I could see her and Big Sean doing a joint together. Mm. I could see that. Really? Yeah. Why? I just think that... It'd be a great look for Big Sean. <laughs> it'd be a great look That's for her, huge. too, though. Because Sean could actually rap. Oh, oh for sure. But a lot of what her career is based off of outside of music is perception. Like, I love Sean. So this is going to sound like it's hate, but that, uh, would be, that would be such a look for Sean, which is fucked up, but that's just how the music industry works. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, her audience is, is totally different and bigger than Sean's audience. Yeah. But I think that just together, them two on a track, I think it makes sense. I think they both could mm. do something dope. And they sonically, I think it would sound good together. Um, this is going to sound crazy, but I, it's not because we've seen three stacks actually give verses Ooh, to that people that are, just, that are just at the top at the moment. Kesha. 
He gave he gave Kesha like Rory's still hot hot about that. I get it. I get why he's hot about. You it. think you could get Jay elect for on a Doja with Doja? I got Jay elect on a Rory record. I think he'd do a Doja Cat record. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I, I appreciate I like, the confidence that you have in I me. Think he's available. I, yeah. Yeah. I think he's available. <laughs> I think he's I think, available. I think Jay is available for that no, one. He, I think if Doja he called, draws the line after me. Yeah. <laughs> I think if Doja reached out to Jay, like I think he would definitely give her a verse, one thousand percent. Um, I feel like, but then again, you know, I don't, you don't know, man. You don't know with Jay, like he might be like, yo, what? Nah, man, I remember what she said back in, and then he'll pull something up. You like, oh man, nah. I, Jay like would definitely fuck with Doja, and again, that'd be so. that'd be a great look that'd be a good for I think Jay it'd be too. A good record. I'm not yeah. trying to make this just a Sean specific thing. For anyone, it would be. Yeah, no, she's a she's a huge artist. I well, get it. I think that this might, I feel like a Doja and Cardi record might be what kind of brings Cardi back. Because Cardi hasn't released the album in five years. Too obvious to me, though. Everybody's waiting. Doja and Cardi? Yeah. I think Doja should just stay clear of, not that she shouldn't rap with other women, but I would just like, if I'm her, I would just stay clear of the Nicki, Cardi, Lotto. Like, I would just not... in. In or like put myself in that why because automatically no matter if you have a verse with someone you're automatically now team that you inherit you inherit the beef you inherit the beef and now it's like you chose a side and then you're gonna get a sub tweet from nikki and then you're just like why am i even in this doja and nikki have a song together already she's in the she's in the remix of say so yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. prediction either dochi's next single will be featuring doja cat or doja cat's first single will be be fire that too yeah It's it's young relevant they both rap it wouldn't look like the to me like the Cardi or the Nicki or even down to Meg. Like it's obvious she already has her duet with SZA. Like she's done that already. Mm-hmm. She's got to do something different. If I was Cardi, I would be trying to get on the Doja rap album. That's anybody, what I. That's what I was saying. Not for Doja. To, any female artist is going to try to get on a Doja rap album. Any, any, any one of them. Any artist. Any yeah. artist. She's, any she's one of huge. Them. Yeah, they're going to try to get a a, a verse. And sure. to all our listeners now that are like, why the fuck they talk about a Doja rap album? Like talk about Griselda. I guarantee if she puts this album out. As a nerd rap fan, you guys will like it. Yep. Yeah. I think that shit'll be fire. You I think, think it, I think it'll annoy you for the first week that you like it so much and you'll seek listen to it like in your car, you'll just sneak yeah. it. Like, huh? No, she <laughs> but, but that's because Doja's a real artist. I think once you're a real artist, right. I, I know a lot of people, when you hear Doja Cat rap a rap album, automatically you're like, What? Like, what is she rapping about? What does it sound like? But when you're a talented artist, I think that she an artist like Doja, I think she will really surprise people with a rap album. Mm. I think a lot of people that don't like Doja now, like and follow her music now. I think they will definitely like a rap album from her. I think, uh, and this is just super random, but I think we're in the Solange cycle. I think Oof. by fall we'll get a Solange album. She's been really quiet oh, lately. That'd be nice. My heart. Um, I think her last one. A lot of us felt like it was more of an instrumental album when she went from seat at the table, where she was talking that shit for fucking nineteen records. Yeah, and then just gave us a few songs and just great beats. I think she has something to prove. I think it's coming this year. And I think Doja could be involved in that too. Well, hopefully we do get a great Doja rap album, Rory, for your mm. sake. So Thanks. You just, just for me. Yeah, yeah I just want, just want need you to have some good new rap tunes to listen to. But yeah. I am looking forward to that though. Mm. We, we also haven't gotten a date, anything. Like, this no, no, has all no. just been speculation. Yeah. Well, she, I think she said that she does have one that's pretty much done. Okay. Like she said that. So She was on live uh, yeah. a week or two ago playing. She played like a one second snippet of each record. So, okay. yeah, so she, she's definitely... She has something, some right. rap stuff coming. So we just got to run down on Ebro. Yeah, for take sure. take his iCloud. Ebro, give us the damn, uh, give us the album, man. Please, we know Ebro. you got it. Mm-hmm. Give you. it up. Stems. Huh? Uh, that's funny. Um.
Well, actually, speaking of that, why Doja can put out a fucking rap album? The most wordy rap album ever was the highest grossing rap tour ever. Wordy? That's a wordy ass fucking album. The big step. Well, first of all, we we went to the show and we talked about how great the show was. So Incredible. to hear that it grossed uh, over one hundred and ten million dollars was was dope. Over almost a million tickets sold. Kendrick Lamar's The Big Steppers tour uh, is the highest grossing tour ever by a rapper. So shout out to Kendrick. Congratulations to him. Especially with that album, too. Like, damn, if this would have happened, would have made sense to me. That's a tough album to tour. Yeah. It's a lot of rapping. But this show was, um, it was amazing, man. It's definitely one of the best rap shows, uh, rap concerts I've ever been to. Uh, sure. It felt like a play. It felt like. You know, had uh, remnants of Janet Jackson, Rhythm Nation vibe to it. Like, he really took his time and put together a whole piece, a whole art collection yeah. uh, with this toy. When the album came out, we said it sounded like a uh, a play. It, it felt like a play. It, you listened to it. It felt like an audio book. Um, so to to learn that this was the highest grossing toy ever by a rapper was dope. He almost sold a million tickets. That's fire. That's crazy. That's fire. Man. <laughs> That's crazy. insane. Like, shit like that to me is like, that lets you know that rap, is still here. When they say a rap is dead, rap is dying, people only want these type of records. No. Well, I want to point out too with this, look at the amount of tickets sold versus how much he made. That just shows how much money he put into the production mm -hmm. of that, mm -hmm. that entire tour. Yeah. Because if you're selling almost a million tickets and you're making a hundred million, that's actually not a good margin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But that this, means he gave a fuck about this and this right. cost a lot. But this set, and that's that's something that people don't understand and don't talk about mm. when you talk about putting on a show, a tour, or putting together any idea that you have and actually bringing it to fruition and making it happen. It's not always going to be a a large, you know, profit that you make. Sometimes you have to spend a lot of money to create and to present a show and to present your art in a way that you want it to be presented. But the bottom line is people leave that event feeling like that's some of the best shit I've ever seen in my life. Mm. The show was amazing. And now this just sets him up for his next tour, which will be a pr bigger production, a bigger tour, and hopefully better music as well. And I'm not sure if they they meant net or gross on that, but, you know, shout out to this, this Says it this grossed tweet. a total of $110 million. That doesn't really make sense yeah, to me. Like, I feel like it would, be, not, it would gross a lot more than that. I'm going to go with net, but, you know, what mm. do I know? A million, I'm just, I'm more, I'm more, you know, happy about the million tickets sold. Good ticket prices then. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just bad. more so, that's, to me, that's just fire. I mean, 73 different shows, almost a million tickets. That's averaging almost 13,000 tickets a show. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar. Well, Maul took me as his plus one. I didn't have to pay. So I'm not part of that. Wow. That gross, but you know. Did I tell you, you my plus one? No, we were invited, right? Oh, you you you, you, you made it seem like I was your plus one. How, well, no, they, wait. How did he make it seem like that? I extended the invitation. Oh, but he had two tickets. Yeah. So, so he I'm the plus one. Else to go of with. course, I'm gonna take my. Guy. Well, he invited his big stepper. Wow. He knows Rory used to step. That sounded racist. Rory, uh, Rory well, used to step. Yeah, and, and Maul is the big morale. Yeah. Wow. You're Mr. Morale. Wow. Oh yeah. yeah. Rory's the, yeah. I didn't even think about it like Morale. that. Yeah. They didn't have you guys open? Do a number? We are Mr. Morale and the Big Stepper. <laughs> <laughs> I never That's even put those hilarious. two things together. Holy yeah. shit. We was at the whole show. We ain't get that vibe. You ain't even catch that. And Kendrick was stepping the... It was mad steps. You ain't even... We ain't even catch that. Oh, yeah. Man, That's crazy. You're big morale, ball. Yeah, you're big morale. Am I? Yeah. You go yeah. viral once a month for being morale king. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, what's wrong with this dude right here? Geeking and and Demarius is a man now. Yeah. Oh Demarius damn! Speaking of tours and and people that can pack out arenas, 
Tucker finally responded. It didn't take him long. What was it, two days? He said a bunch of fucking nothing. Nah, he had a a ball in there that was hard. Word to me. I expected Tucker to to get a little more direct. I didn't need the subs. Like, I didn't need... Oh, I mean, but you know, that's... I mean, he's going to get more into that once he's at his new home and where his show will be. I mean, this was just something to talk to the people uh, about the firing. Obviously, an entire country was talking about it. So here's something. This was just like a little appetizer. This wasn't the full main course yet. Well, um, since we recorded, uh, more has come out about the Tucker Carlson situation and firing. There was a lot in that case of Tucker's text messages of him saying some quote unquote vile things about other executives, about other coworkers, um, and Fox just had to fire him. Things that are going to be redacted from the actual case, and it would make Fox and Tucker look insane. So we shall see what those things actually are, but that's all that was reported. Tucker then went on Twitter and put out two minutes of, in my opinion, fucking nothing. Um, but where do we think Tucker's going to end up? I don't know. Um, if he's smart, he starts his own show. He goes independent. I don't know where he'll end up. I don't know which, what platform is willing to, to get behind him and uh, give, him, give him a home. Twitter. But he just sh- this this video was him shitting on all the major news networks and basically saying they want us to argue about a whole bunch of shit that has nothing to do with nothing when there's real shit going on in the world. That's what that's what but I was the powers about. that be I, I, don't I want su- us to talk about that. I was surprised at him saying, you know, why can't we tell the truth? Like, why that's can't really Tucker funny. has never that's that really doesn't tell the truth? But that's why that. no, that, but that's why I was that was kind of shocking to me. That like, was like when you're, you're saying like. That was right like now? when Don Jr. said, I wish I could use my last name to make money in regards to Hunter Biden. Like, yeah, it's no, comical. No, but, that, but that, I didn't think that he would say that with, mm. his first, with his first appearance after being fired. Well, what's crazy about that is those text messages are about him saying terrible things about his coworkers. I, from my understanding, he used cunt a lot, which is a word that I wish we could bring back. But his response to that is like, <laughs> all right, you never told the truth on the news you inf- you misinformed america but now you're mad we can't tell the truth in the workplace to call a woman a cunt like what's wrong with america <laughs> that's why he said a whole bunch of nothing to me yeah i just don't know i don't know what platform is going to take him i don't know what which media outlet is going to is going to give him a, a show uh daily wire i think he he would run up i think daily wire could surpass fox that's the right one what's the one with candace and shapiro and all them Tucker comes with a crazy audience. They already have Candace Owens and Ben Shapiro who fucking own right-wing internet shit. You bring Tucker and the older audience to Daily Wire, it's subscription-based. Like, Daily Wire's kind of out of here if they get Tucker Carlson. That's worth dropping the bag. And I don't think Tucker is built to go independent. What he's he's literally been the... He has been the quintessential corporate news anchor for the last 20 years. He's went from corporation to corporation... He's had a million failed shows, and I'm not shitting on Tucker outside of his actual just worldviews. That I will. He's stuck the course. Like for him to be number one is crazy because he's had like 15 failed shows. But that's why that's why I think what you're saying is wrong about him not being able to do it on his own. He he obviously has an audience. Oh no, he he does. I'm saying I don't think he's built to go independent. I think he needs a team, a a real corporation to just have the cameras say go. Mm. You know what he because could do? Because he, yeah, like, that's a lot for Tucker at this age with a family he to start a, a whole new business. That's, that's not easy. Staff a team, start yeah. a Patreon. 
put that, that shit behind crazy. a paywall, I, he could clean up if, on Patreon. If Tucker was 30, I'd say yeah. He's I think this 53. is Daily Wire. Give me the bag. Give me stock options. Give me some fucking equity. And I will take your shit and Candace Owens and Ben Shapiro and we will get every other right wing shit the fuck out of here. Personally. I, it's, no, you're not wrong, but I think that's... Before we do that right there, that means on mamas. <laughs> get them out of here. On, on period, poo. <laughs> on period, poo. On period. You know I get really passionate when it comes to the right. <laughs> I'm about to say, you just got it to yo. When you start doing that right there... Was I doing that? Was he? Oh, <laughs> was yeah. doing that? You, that's what I'm saying. You don't even know. That's part of your... Freeze frame that. Turn get that. them the fuck out of here. Turn the extra shade of red. Yeah, like he was getting into his bag right there. That's funny. Um... But I do think Fox, not that I agree with the Daily Wire and maybe why I was like giving head nods because I am passionate. I hate the Daily Wire too. But there is less corporate ties to politicians over there. The right is always going to exist. That's something, I live in a realistic mindset. No matter what, these people are going to exist. They're going to say insane things, harmful things. But at least at this point, not to say it won't happen, mm-hmm. there's not... 40 years of existing ties to a political party. Matter of fact, a lot, a lot of why Shapiro and them is over there. Like, I don't agree with Ben Shapiro, but he couldn't survive on Fox because sometimes he actually gives a real opinion. Mm. He doesn't do the marching order the same way that corporate structure does. I think the Daily Wire will get there eventually. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, let, let them spew that shit on the internet. Like, stop going on cable where we know everything is literally in the pocket of a politician at this point. And I'm, Patreon I'm, removes the liability of the, the like future lawsuits like this. Like Patreon, if it's his own independent uh, thing, he can. it's not a news program. It doesn't have the name like CNN, MSNBC, which he also used to previously work for, or Fox behind it. It's just him offering his version of what's going on in the world. So it's opinion-based news. I like the idea of You him, can't him, sue someone for opinion-based news. But getting, I, like, I like that idea. Though. All right. How much of Tucker's audience, what would, what would be the retention rate of that audience going to Patreon? Whereas Daily Wire does have a subscription, but they also have a YouTube page where even older people can find it. Do you think his audience, which is probably 45 plus, is going to go to Patreon to subscribe? I think he could clean up on Patreon. I think yeah. he could too, but he's not bringing his whole audience the way he could with Daily Wire. He, where no, he definitely won't. Valuable. He should. He should do a Patreon aside on his own. Yeah, <laughs> aside, but he does need to have his main show housed somewhere on some platform where, like Rory said, the the older demographic that's not subscribing to Patreon, that's not in that lane, they're not going to follow him there. I think YouTube would probably be his best bet, but that would have to be. Oh, no, they would censor the shit out yeah, of they would. Oh, yeah, true. They would that could slap put, it with the, the information might be, da, 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 yeah. all the warnings. Does that put Patreon in a compromising place? He's not going to go to Patreon, but... I don't think so. Hypothetically, if he starts spewing, because we know Tucker has got on there and just flat out, like, full-blown lied. <laughs> with his audience, the shit that he He should spews, take it to Patreon. I think he, he has hey, to do something behind the paywall. Rumble, young man, rumble. But I think I think with the take that shit to the to the rum. I think what he came out with on Twitter was him foreshadowing that he's not going to be 
telling the lies that he used to tell anymore or talking about he's sitting up there literally nah, the whole premise of that he wouldn't be if he that, wasn't lying that's cap but yeah, the, no but the, not just the lies but the whole premise of that was we're not talking about what the fuck is important because when you're being paid by these corporations we know who runs these corporations and what they want you to talk about which was the main thing that he said I think he somehow is trying to find a platform where he can talk about the shit he actually cares about and not just chase. But with any news person, left or right, we don't know any of their actual opinions. They've all been giving marching orders. Yeah, he's Rupert Murdoch's talking piece. Yeah. And and I think he just went a little too far over where he goes off those talking points, but should be on the internet, not on Fox. It's only too far because they got sued. They were completely cool with slandering everyone, bashing everyone, and spreading misinformation. But that's, that's how it happened. And then I'm saying, you get hit with once, a lawsuit, they're like, shit, we got to shake things up over here. Up. We got to look like we care. We got to yeah. make some changes. We got to uh, uh, save, save, save our ass. Step away from the people that they feel like is, you know, is the, are the ones that's pushing all of this, these lies and these agendas and things like that. Like, they want to separate themselves from the people, which is basically Tucker Carlson. But I mean, anywhere he goes, I think that he's first of all they're going to give him a crazy bag. Number one, um, and I don't know if you know he's still going to be the same Tucker, but he ain't going to stop spewing bullshit. I can tell you that now. That's not going to happen. He has to be himself. Wherever he goes, he got to be Tucker Carlson. Well, we look forward to his. Do we? Can I? Can I put my? Uh, <laughs> I don't. Can I put my tinfoil hat back on? Oh shit! I thought you took it off. We started the, the episode with it. Yeah. All right. We watched uh, with Obama's first term, the left dominate Facebook as far as the campaign went. The yes, we can shit. The left dominated with that shit. Got Obama elected. And then we saw the right after Obama's term figure out the Internet. And now they are dominating the left when it comes to the Internet. Mm -hmm. Is this another play? To take that rhetoric even further, because there's already been a split, as we've seen. With Trump and the Republican Party. There's the Trumpies, mm-hmm. there's the Republicans, and then there's the Republicans that like Trump. It's three different. And that is also pushed by people like Tucker, people like Sean Hannity, people like Candace Owens, people like Ben Shapiro. Mm-hmm. But it's all within this three split thing on the right. Is this a strategy to get Tucker off the more conservative portion, which is cable news and older people, put him on the internet to get the younger people? Is this just another play where there is no real fucking um, district? Because the right has been saying. bodying when it comes to the internet for the past eight years. I see what you're saying, but I don't the, know if they, I don't know if, because that's, that's a big risk if it doesn't work. I think it's just a risk right now with the split within the party when they were clearly dominating. They were, they were sticking together. Right. But the I, don't, left, I don't. The left could not stick together. Now that the right was fucking. I think. It, I think. It, I, I see what you're saying, and that that, that is a, a interesting angle. But I just think it comes down to you know they were sued for uh, almost a billion dollars, and they had to sever ties and cut cut ways with uh with Tucker Carlson. And, that, and now, all right. Now I'm saying with that, look at the strategy. It's a win-win. We get one of our biggest assets, Tucker, mm-hmm. to get out of that mess. Let's make him a martyr. Because we know, you know, the, the right loves Trump getting arrested. We've already said that's mm-hmm. going to help out. Great marketing. Tucker being a martyr fired from this conservative shit that doesn't believe that the election wasn't stolen. All this shit. That kind of sounds the truth. Let's make Tucker a martyr, too, and just put him on another right wing platform or his own or what. Let's say he goes. Julian had a great thought. Maybe he's just on Twitter. Yeah. Let's put him on another platform with the audience he has and we can spew that same shit 
save Fox News. You think a, a billion dollars matters to them? Right. If you this was a, a yeah. every single time I think the Republican Party has a huge L coming, it turns out like, oh, this is great for them. If he becomes the mouthpiece for Twitter, like this video is upwards of already 20 million views. It got 10 million views in the first like two hours, mm-hmm. which is nuts. It's doing like cable numbers. Mm-hmm. So if he just keeps pumping out videos like this on Twitter, just quick messages, quick hits, that the reach from his own Twitter account, he's not even partnering right. with anyone. Right. I think he could just become the mouthpiece for Twitter. I think Elon champions people like Tucker. Mm-hmm. I think he'll, you know indirectly indirectly support or push that kind of content i think that 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 could be a home for him for sure and and look at with 24-hour cable news that's what terrifies the the older people they sit all day and just watch cable news and cable news terrifies them their country's being stolen now when it comes to the younger generation how did tucker pop those little stupid eminem clips that he did that was like a minute Mm -hmm. that's what got the younger people arguing on the timeline so now you take that person and put them in short form content Mm -hmm. keep your sean hannity's for 24 hour fear you're dominating you are fucking dominating he's not here but he's still here a hundred percent still pushing same shit in your pocket now let's let's save face to keep fox news brand that no one's above us we're this that like let's get him out of here let's make him a martyr so Mm -hmm. people love him we but still have still, Hannity over here. He's still working for us, though. He's still yeah. pushing our agenda. I get it. Either way, uh, like you said, his 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 video, you know, putting out quick hits like that on on social media, seems to be doing amazing numbers, and people are obviously waiting to hear from Tucker Carlson to see what he has to say in regards to him being fired. Um, I do think that that, that was just the appetizer, though. That was just like a quick, yo. Mm-hmm. I know. I see everybody wants to hear from me. Let me give yeah. you all these quick that bars was, real quick. That was the potato salad with apple slices. Yeah. Or whatever the white dish yeah. you can think of. With the raisins in Raisins? It. <laughs> yeah. Apple slices. Apple slices. <laughs> People do put apples in uh, potato salad. They do. I've seen they it. They do. Yeah. I've seen what it. kind of apples? Like, Does know. it matter? Granny Smith? Yeah, I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> what? It's an apple. I'm curious. It's an apple watch. Yeah. yeah you, the Steve Jobs ones. I don't know. A Macintosh? Is that a real apple? Macintosh is an apple, right? Yeah. It's an apple. Rest in peace to Jerry Springer. Mm. Uh, a guy that I I'm showing my age here, but definitely was a big Jerry Springer fan. Watched that shit growing up. You went to high school together? No, we didn't go to high school together. You piece of shit. <laughs> um, but he was like, this was prime. This was this was entertainment. This was social media before social media. This made you fake sick so you could watch this. Yeah, this yeah. was World Star. Oh, this yeah. was World Star before World Star. <laughs> this, this was Fox News before. Yeah, Fox this News. was this, this pop TV off. This was this was like loving hip hop. You didn't know this was such a treat. You didn't know what was gonna happen when you watched Jerry Springer. You didn't know if the clan was gonna bump into the bloods. You didn't know if, you know, this is not that Maury is it is it the father or not. No, we go deep into this. This was I had sex with your father mm. and you, the kid might be your dad's. This is that type of television. Jerry would have had the conjoined twins on oh, today. This would have been a hit. The conjoined <laughs> twins would have been a hit. I'm pretty sure he had conjoined twins on uh on the show at one time. Oh, for sure. Jerry Spring was so big, his head security guard got his own show. Steve. Oh Hard. yeah. Steve Wilkos. Steve Wilkos. Yeah. Steve got a show. Steve had a That's good just show. Just being too. this is how big Jerry Springer was in the culture. You could say Steve Wilk, his run might have been longer than Jerry's. Jerry is the icon, but Steve. Nah, I don't know if well, maybe, maybe, because Steve may still be on TV somewhere. Exactly. But um, but Jerry Springer, this was a this was a cultural icon. Um Headline, I think I, I, think I bought his. I think I bought a Jerry's best of Jerry Springer tape and the R. Kelly sex tape the same day, just to go to show you what was on the shelves at the time. Mm-hmm. He was right next to like the biggest shit in the culture. Um, but yeah, so rest in peace to Jerry Springer. Uh, definitely a cultural icon. 
in television um, and gave us some really, really entertaining times in the 90s. What's so funny with Jerry Springer is you can literally see every single aspect of TV now. and streaming all from this one show. Yeah, no, this was this was like everything. down to serious content, down to ridiculous things, down to this politics, down to reality. This TV. was like watching a Jerry Springer episode was like scrolling social media timeline. <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. Right now. You just didn't know what you were gonna come across, what type of topics, what type of people. Um, you know. Yeah, he set the he set the standard for reality television. This was what like that has everybody become. loves Oprah. No, I was a Jerry guy. Best fights on television. Oh, this was the greatest show. And the most impressive cameraman of all time. That, that that love that running meme of just the cameraman chasing people down the hallway. That's more. I would that's love. Ah, oh, yeah. fuck. Same <laughs> shit. I would love to see either a sketch or I mean, you'd have to do it at that time, but the bouncer training before, before they get on Jerry Springer because they were some of the worst bouncers ever. Well, Security was not good. Well, that was just for they, they were just, supposed to be purposely. Yeah, they that's just what I'm saying. People there purpose. just to look like yo, we're gonna protect everybody. But I'm curious what that training camp was like. Like, all right, you should let this go. No, the training <laughs> camp was yo. What size shirt do you wear? <laughs> we're gonna give just you one say, smaller. Just says Springer on it and security on the back. That's all we need. And just stand on stage and look like you're trying to break up a fight. The show went on to 2019 and they had 28 seasons. And Wilco's is going on to right now, but like 16 seasons. There. Crazy. 28 seasons. 28 seasons for Jerry. See, that's listen, man. Cultural icon, man. Rest yeah. in peace to Jerry Springer, 79 years old. Uh, they didn't say uh, how he passed or if it was natural causes or whatever, but that doesn't matter. Rest in peace to Jerry Springer, cultural icon. No disrespect to Jerry, but I have a question. Yeah. Right? I was a Jerry fan. I was going to wait till the next episode of disrespect, but go ahead. I'm just, it's just a question that I wanted to pose. Do you think that. Uh, Did he ruin all of media and TV? Yeah. I was going to wait till next episode, but because he just passed. Like, yeah, we used to watch this shit, but should we have been watching this shit? Do you think that this was you all like watching and, fucked up television? Yeah, but should we? Do, have you seen Maybe. what that has done to media and television and Boy, us as a society? Concept. <laughs> this wasn't the only fucked up show. No, it wasn't. But it was one of the most important this ones. The, it's it's the at the standard. Yeah. This, this show could never happen. Like if they pitched this today. Why oh, couldn't it happen? Just. Women pulling out their tits and like transgender it's women liter- getting beat up by men. That's just literally you, go you can go on. Nah, but that's like people Fox in the now. wild filming that stuff, like in real life. I'm talking about this was like a like booked, top booked primetime television prime show. Time. Yeah, this it's was not well primetime. Well, well, midday, midday, midday is home from prime school. Time. Yeah, this is when all stay at home mom. This is before. This was like right before the kids came home or if they after the soap operas. Yeah, this is lunchtime. This is like twelve o'clock. Yeah, this is watching. This is great lunchtime. This was saying this is this is cooler talk. I think that it had its place. I, I do understand what you're saying about the affection. I don't, it has, right. but it had its place. I don't think it's Jerry's fault per se, because I think this. Oh, yeah, I'm not this is this Jerry. is necessary and should exist at the time it existed. I think television saw the numbers and the reactions from people and said, "Hey, let's put this at prime time." Not his show, but yeah. this type of content and these these just type of topics. But he had, but I don't. I don't, I don't do think that Jerry thought had, that this would be the world afterwards. He had, he had, he had good shows like this one when he had a wrestler come out and uh, a kid, his favorite wrestler came out. A kid had AIDS and Jerry had him on there, and he brought out Razor Ramon to meet a kid. Like it wasn't always just fights. And oh yeah, crime. there were wasn't. episodes every he once had, in a while. Yeah, like, like he, that. he yeah. gave, he gave a little bit of everything. He Four out of five episodes a week were were fights. I mean, no. listen, man. I love the one moment between Lil Scrappy and his mom, but the rest of Love and Hip Hop wasn't that. Yeah, no, I get it. But it's still like, you know, he had his moments where it was like, okay, this was a cool episode. But then he also had some 
shit that it was like, all right, what did I just watch? And, and like I said, people went out, bought the best of. I don't know how many best of tapes he had. He put out. I had at least two of them every season. I had I had Probably at least two of season, them. Yeah. So this was this was a this was definitely a staple in the in the in the culture for sure. Rappers, everybody rapped about Jerry Springer. Like this, you know, he was just one of those one of those figures in our home. So rest in peace to Jerry Springer, seventy nine years old, passes away. He yeah. a culture vulture. Not culture vulture, but do you think like of, of which culture? I'm not yeah. saying the culture. <laughs> I, I didn't mean you culture mean, vulture. You mean exploitation. And, I, yes. Yeah, yeah. He exploited people for money. I, I, Yo, R.I.P. I love Jerry, but what he did was not like good. What? What you mean? He was really inclusive. This was entertainment. It yeah, that, people from all over the world, shape, sizes. He, ex- he explored, exploited people, and a lot of those people got paid to be on there too. Yeah, he they ex- took the money. That's not his. It's a transaction. Come on my show, you get a little bit of money. Does it? He's not. Like this was entertainment. Tricking anyone yeah, into was, coming on. Entertainment. They know they're on television. That's all it was. This was just entertainment. So you're Pure saying Jerry Springer is Vlad, is what you're saying? Oh my god. He's not bro, in, incriminating anyone. <laughs> they know they're on there. So what's the problem? <laughs> I mean, look, who else do you know that got the clan washed on national television? Jerry's a legend. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I mean, and he had white men beat him up. That's hard. He had the mob fighting the KKK. Imagine that's meanwhile, hard. Meanwhile, <laughs> Oprah had Mark Furman on and like humanized him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> Go watch the Mark Furman uh, Oprah interview. She was like, I hate you and said it in such a loving way. It was like, Oprah, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, Jerry would have brought She's like, I want to hate you, but tell me why. The weird thing about the He's Jerry- a Nazi, Oprah. Get him the fuck off the show. The Jerry Springer show was taped in Chicago. Imagine this show now in Chicago with the whole drill music scene. <laughs> Oh, it just would have been a big shootout. Like, imagine that. Just imagine the shit that would be going on. You know on how they Jerry put, like, right the now. bulletproof glass in front of, uh, like, the bo- not in Chicago, not bodegas, but, like, the convenience stores? So, they you needed know, that on for, stage? To prevent, they would put that in front of the crowd. It was the COVID, the COVID shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but bulletproof. Got it. Uh, speaking of Vlad and exploiting content. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to make this a Vlad thing. But? Has anyone seen the new series Vlad has put out, Compton Cops? I believe it's on episode three now. No, oh. I have not. Vlad has a show called Compton Cops. Uh, you know Reggie Wright Jr. and Sr. that were? Yeah. Of course. He has, and, and a few other cops that have been on YouTube talking about Tupac and all this other shit. I'm not mad at Vlad in this situation. I think this should be illegal on the cops' perspective. My problem is not with Vlad at all. Why should someone that was paid by the city of Compton's taxes be able to go to the blocks and talk about murders of the people in that community? Should there not be some type of NDA? If you're a a service worker for the city, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm paying your salary, and now you're about to monetize my kid's death in front of my house? But aren't these cases all public record? I know what you're saying. Morally, it's They're monetizing it. It's fuck public record. These cops, they were cops. They were paid by the city. Mm-hmm. You should not be able to monetize talking about crimes that we paid you to some in some cases not even solve. But but that's isn't not, that all? Like that's, that's a lot of that's, that's, that's like all of Netflix. It's fucked up. It's like the first whole 40, Dahmer. First forty yeah, is the same shit. Like all of Dahmer. We're glorifying the dude that smoked like all these people in Milwaukee. That's a great point, and I stand corrected. But this just felt a little different when you have retired police going to the front of this house. I don't care if they got permission. It's weird to me. And I'm not mad at Vlad because we know who Vlad is and that is what it is. I'm mad at the city of Compton that doesn't have these cops under some contract where you can't go tell the story. 
This isn't acting. Like, I understand doing a dramatized shit of the, the Dahmer thing where you can read public record. This cop is discussing pulling up to a fucking murder scene where an innocent girl was murdered. Too. That, and he's monetizing it. That happens with documentaries. You got paid already. HBO does it all the time. That happens with all yeah, types this is, of... True TV does it all the time. Then I'm mad at everyone. And this, just, and, <laughs> and this just made me realize how fucked up it and was. And you watch some of that shit. <laughs> yeah. That's Rory's like favorite genre. And yeah. bad. You watch a lot of that shit. We all watch the first 48 You love a documentary. You just hate Vlad. Yeah. No, I'm not mad at Vlad at all for this. I actually think it's a great idea for his platform. I watched it. Oh, you're it. just mad at the cops. You're mad at the cops and PD? Yeah, but this is It's like a doc. It's probably like a story you hate. They're just talking about real events that happened. And giving more details into some of the stories that happened in these neighborhoods. Like, I understand somebody's being making money off of it, but I mean, I'm aware I'm being a hypocrite. That's cool, though. That's also, life. um, what's a, what's the cop that's been, for the past 10 years, way before Vlad, making money off the Pac and Big murders? And yes, I'm being a hypocrite, but even with Greg Kading, who was doing this shit way before Vlad, I always thought it was really crazy that he was hired because the Wallace estate was suing the LAPD. So they hired... Him, Greg Kading, got paid to, to solve the case so LAPD wasn't on the hook for a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And now he's allowed to fucking make money for the last 20 years and not pay the Wallace estate anything. They paid for lawyers, lost the case. They lost money. I've, I've talked about this whole Tupac YouTube world that exists where everyone's monetizing off this entire thing and his family's not getting paid a dollar. I think it's fucked up. And I don't have a solution for it, so this is me complaining without solution anything and i'm also being a hypocrite after watching this compton cops thing and it's not a vlad thing at all because i think think vlad is totally fine with doing this shit yeah could you just imagine like (laughs) your daughter dying yeah and you see the cop who pulled up to the fucking thing and it's not all right so with the documentaries those were big cases right you knew that was going to happen the oj trial was going to be monetized by everyone regardless these are like random Compton murders that no one's heard of. And these cops are now taking a platform to monetize off it and go to the blocks where it happened. Fuck you. That sounds like a lot of like murdered. Uh, wait, wait, the cops, are the cops monetized the cops or is Vlad yeah, just yeah, making money? Yeah, you think these cops are doing this for free? Yes. I, yeah, I think so. A lot of them are. What? I don't think yeah, one of the, yeah, okay, I don't, I'm, I'm not so pocket watching Vlad at all, but from my understanding, and this could be gossip, Vlad pays everyone, which is fine. I, I don't think that's weird. Vlad pays everyone that comes on his platform for the most part. Everyone? He yeah. probably pays them. I'm, I'm sure the cops are getting you paid, think but not, they're, you they're think, not getting royalties from so the So that's your problem with this, is cops getting paid from this. I actually do think I have a solution. The same way criminals that are arrested and then get out are not allowed to monetize off their crimes. Like, when they write a book, it can't go to their own estate. It has to go somewhere else. I think cops, because we pay them with our taxes, should not be able to profit off it. Everyone else make documentaries. Have a blast. The cops that we pay mm-hmm. to solve these crimes should not be able to monetize off it the same way criminals should not be able to commit crimes and monetize off them. The same way this whole, this whole mafia uh, shit that's on YouTube now, that's a huge part of YouTube. It's a bunch of rats that live the whole shit and now they're making money based off stories they're telling of murders that families have to live with. It's so, fucked up. So I think cops, I think we should hold cops to the same level. But what do I know? We like, just we just pay their salary. You're asking for a lot. That's all. I think Reggie Wright telling his story about death row is fine to monetize off. I think stories when you are paid by a city to protect it, and then you tell the stories of you not protecting it and monetize off them is fucked up. 
I think it's fucked up if the cops aren't in fact being paid. But if they're not, I would if they're not, which Vlad, I Vlad they is are. paying them. There's no way these cops are doing this for free. Ah, uh, I mean, I don't know. I know you saying you I don't, don't find nothing wrong with what Vlad is doing. I feel like Vlad is more in the wrong for monet for make it well, for monetizing this kind of thing. But we're, we're in a society that. that exploits every fucking body for views and clicks and likes and money. So what's I'm, new? I'm done with the Vlad conversation because we know what it is. It's been done. We've had the conversation. Vlad is who he is and is what it is. People that continue to go on there and get paid for it, Vlad is going to do the Compton cop shit regardless. Even if he didn't get the cops, he'd probably find someone to do it. We know that. I'm not here to talk about Vlad. Vlad is Vlad. A cop that is paid to protect and serve is now allowed to talk about murders of people we've never even heard of. Yeah, but that's this, These aren't famous murders. That's first 48. This is fucked up. That's first 48. We talk about murders of people. We yeah. talk about other Agreed. crimes. We were Small watching. crimes, not big ones. No, big hypocrite over here. I've watched oh, first well, 48. Yeah. It's tour. fucked up. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. On tour, we loved first 48. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. But again, that go we have there we're so numb to so much stuff and we've become so obsessed with true crime and people's murders and people's rapes and people's deaths and we watch it like it's entertainment and we're super desensitized to it. And I think that that affects us as humans and I think it makes us all fucked up and is gonna continue to make us fucked up in the long run. Maybe this is my Truman boat hits the fucking wall moment. I love that's it. loved and I'm gonna continue to watch crime documentaries. Yeah, I, and I, I guess it's just it's just really odd. Because all those are, there's production, it's set up as a story. It kind of like, to Damaris's point, I've desensitized myself watching a good production and a story, even if it's real. This is a camera set up on a block where an innocent girl was killed by a police officer <laughs> that worked that case. That yep. failed to do his job. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, no, right here on this lawn with, yeah. a, with a fucking 5D camera. And it's on the biggest platform in hip hop. It, it's just 5D. No, I understand what you're saying. The aesthetic of it, the whole it's, it's just weird. It's, it's just weird. But I don't, I don't. It's like I don't put it on Vlad. I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't either. This, I, I this is not me shitting either. on Vlad. I promise. No, I get it. It's, it's a world where people want to know about these stories. They yeah. want to know more about what happened, and more into the investigation. Um, you know, years pass and they have more pieces of the puzzle that they put together, and people probably want to know, like, yeah, what happened? Whatever happened to that case? Whatever happened to but that girl? So, I, but all right, I'll no, it put is, it this it way: is. this, this is me putting myself into it. The whole YouTube world that is Orlando Anderson now. For those that don't know, that's the person that's accused of, of killing Tupac. I watched a bunch of videos on YouTube of his life as well. Mm -hmm. It's tied to a really high profile case, Tupac being who he is. I felt nasty when that world moved down the block to a murder of the Southside Crips of a woman I've never heard of. And I'm like, why am I watching this? Mm -hmm. This is fucking weird. And I don't know what that says about me. I feel like that, that questions you more than the comments. No, that's, yeah. yeah, I agree. I'm saying I'm being a hypocrite. I just felt really nasty once I heard the same Compton cops telling me a story about Orlando Anderson that I found very fascinating to them talking about some 14-year-old girl that's never been brought up that they were on the job for. What up? That <laughs> and comes I was like, from, what am I watching? Like, why am I watching this? That comes from This is just, gross. You know who you, Tupac. Being in hip hop culture, you, you you're familiar with the story, so naturally you'll watch that because you want to know more about that whole case, what happened, what really happened, more pieces to the puzzle. Um, now, when you talk about just a random person, now the people that's are from that community, they knew about that girl, they knew about that case, sure. they knew about what happened. So, you know, it's just because you don't have no connection to it, you don't have no real reason outside of, yo, know, I know who Tupac was, I, I know his music, I know who he was as an artist, and I was young when he passed away. So yes, I'm gonna watch that because I'm gonna know more about what happened when 
Sure. He died. Random girl, I never even heard of this. Why am I? Why do I know about this now? Why do I know who's her name? Because I'm not from that neighborhood. She's not a high profile name. So you feel like you shouldn't know about that. I just felt gross watching it. Yeah, I get it. Like, because I actually cared. I was like, this is why? Wait, mm-hmm. I shouldn't. This shouldn't be monetized. <laughs> I feel like you're coming to your own senses, though. But I even think with like, when they'll have like Netflix eight part series that they drag on about like fucking 17 girls being molested by the priest. I forgot the name of that one. Uh, I probably shouldn't know about that either, but it's a really big story. You're saying, and and I'm saying, I'm also saying like, I have a weird fucked up thought about like, all right, no one would, no one cared about this now, except for the people in this neighborhood. No one is about to care about this story. Like, you know what I mean? Netflix docs we've gotten and then people cared afterwards. And yeah. it was like, this has been an outrage that no one's been talking about this. Yeah, that the point? No that, yeah. And, and that's tied to, I'm not saying that's why I watch every crime doc. I'm really not trying to sound like I'm a good person. I watch them for my own sick shit. I but think I, think with sick. This, I think with this Compton Cop thing, we're going to hear about a bunch of murders that the world did not care about except for the, that three block radius. And no one is going to continue to care about them. They're going to wait till the next one. And it's going to be monetized. And family's going to have to relive it. So, like, so you're my, saying it's the commercial aspect. If it's I'm a saying commercial my life case, is hypocrisy. <laughs> nah, but, but I don't True. think that makes you sick, though. It's just, it's a form of entertainment. People like different forms of entertainment. This is a lot more gruesome and shit. But, but, yeah, but he's saying, he's saying, why does this entertain me? Why am I entertained by real people oh, it's, being killed? It's far away from his normal life. Yeah, but He's not dealing with a murder but, but, right now. No, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But he's, he, the thing is, why are we so fascinated with real people being killed? Like mm-hmm. the whole Dahmer thing. That was a real thing. Yeah. That was number one on Netflix, which means everybody was watching that. So why are people so fascinated with something that really happened, that really destroyed families, it really affected families to this day? They still have to relive these things. Their loved ones have been brutally murdered. Meanwhile, the rest of the world, the rest of the country is being entertained by it. Dude's about to win an award for playing that role. Yeah, like it's it's so, I understand what you mean. It's entertainment, but why is that entertainment? And, and And maybe I can't articulate it correctly yet. But it's just the levels and layers of entertainment within it. Like the Casey Anthony doc, I paid for. Or no, I'm sorry. I stole your login account. I'm sorry. Hey, 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 you well, funded her BBL. More or less. Like that was such a high profile monetized thing. Like it shit, even when you turn on the local news online, there's going to be an ad for fucking soap before a kid is laid out in Flatbush dead. So yeah, I'm not saying that this is some new shit. I guess this was the first time in that YouTube world that I was like, this isn't right no one cared about this before they're not going to care about it this isn't going to spark some whole shit like hey did you see that on youtube we should Let's do something about this case yeah nutty block is going to be the same shit in compton the way it's always going to be <laughs> but that, it's not going to get anyone to do that so it's like i don't know it's just know, all nasty you know what i would pay to see mm. uh emmett till's accuser being laid to rest mm. rest in piss shorty yeah she she finally died at 88 um, I know a few years ago she had came out and said that she lied about everything and that Emmett Till never did whistle at her. Of course. Which was like, okay, what does that what does that do now? That it's like your conscience, you know you're old now, you don't want to die with that on your conscience. So but uh she passed away. It's just interesting, um eighty eight. So she the lady that a story that we all know that we've always either taught in, in, in grade school, elementary school, had to learn about Emmett Till. Um the lady that was responsible for his death is just now passing away in 2023. So it it just shows the people that say racism is over. Hey, the laws changed. Yeah. Like what's what's 
these people are still, what are you complaining about these people are still here the woman that lied about Emmons Hill just died just died we're within the same lifetime as that it's um it's times like this where you again you you think about that like you know we're we're not far removed from that type of shit uh these people are still here they're still uh among us they're still living our neighbors they're still you know we still walk past them in grocery stores we still got to deal with them and some type of you know businesses uh even their kids which is the even scarier thing now imagine the, the uh her family and the positions that some of her relatives hold and and things like that that you may have to come across and have to deal with in your lifetime so people that say oh you know that was so long ago was it she's 88 she just died 2023 and if you're talking specific incidents yeah, sure. Say this is a while ago, but it doesn't mean these kind of things have stopped. They just right. evolve. Like they the incident evolve. of the man that was jogging. I forget his name because there's so fucking many. I think it was Ahmad Arbery when he was yeah. jogging and the men hopped out of the truck and mm-hmm. shot him with a shotgun. Like, yes, he didn't get beat and lynched. Like, it's not as but it's the same violent. Thing. It's the same fucking same thing. thing. Same thing. He, he was killed. He was murdered for being black. And, um, you know, again, so yeah, so... Carolyn Bryant, uh, Donham, finally passed away at 88 after being the woman that's responsible for young Emmett Till's death at 14 years old, which crazy. is a crazy story. I watched the movie a few months ago. And um, after watching a movie like that, you kind of like, it's hard not to feel some type of way. It's hard not to have some type of, you know, disdain and some type of anger just towards White people? White people in general, because it's like, here's a, you know, just, and this is just one story that we know of. There's, there's thousands of things like that that happened that we never heard about, we never were taught about, never read about. This is just an infamous one that we learned about. And um, watching that movie and just, you know, reliving, not, not reliving, but like just getting that story again, it, it just, it's a sad, such a sad thing that to know that people had to really deal with that and go through that. And um, the fact that the woman that was responsible for that just died is even crazy because it's like that wasn't that long ago. They should clock her funeral. See who goes. Mm. You think, you think the, the men that did that to Emmett Till weren't close to her and her family and then had kids and had oh, relatives yeah, and sure. funerals are just people... But I mean, I'm sure know. I'm sure the grandkids of whoever did that to Emmett Till may end up at this funeral. Oh, for like, sure. We should clock should <laughs> out. who Absolutely. was taught certain things. Absolutely. Yeah, you niggas shoot up everything else. Go shoot up. You should air it out. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. And uh, yes, we are advocating for killing innocent people. I know y'all gonna say that you're advocating for. I mean, I'd rather they die. I don't give a hot ass fuck. I'd rather they die than a school full of kids. Okay. Yeah, monetize that on YouTube. Uh, speaking of shooting, the Knicks have advanced to the second round of the wow. playoffs. Oh, Big wow. shots. Wow. 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 Um, With the sweep, put the broom on them. Listen, man, I, well, I told, I told, sweep, I told y'all I felt like the Knicks would get past Cleveland e- easily. I didn't feel like the Cavs were that good. Who do they play um, next? Miami. They play the Miami, Miami Heat. We have a home court advantage. <sighs> yeah, but this is round. where things get, this is where things get a little. Harry? Yeah. yeah. Timothy Butler. Uh, Jimmy. 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 Uh, Jimmy Butler has been playing like a fucking maniac. Yeah. Um, I had I had I had it all wrong. I thought that the the Bucks were gonna beat the shit out of Miami. Now, granted, Giannis played I think two or three games, so two. um, you know that obviously hurt them and 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 cost them their playoff uh tournament. But 
Jimmy Butler has been playing like a, a MVP. He's been playing like the best player in the league, the best player in the playoffs. Um, so I don't know about the Knicks, man. It's going the second round is going to be pretty tough. Jimmy's averaging thirty six and a half. Yeah, I don't know if the Knicks he single handedly. I don't know if the Knicks won the last two that. games. Yeah. Right, but he he hasn't seen RJ yet. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's. <laughs> I don't know if that's like you know. I, I get it. RJ, shout out to uh, RJ Barrett. He's been playing. He's been, he's been playing. You know, he's been playing great. Playing his role. Pleasant surprise. Um, Jalen Brunson, Julius got hurt again last night. Twisted his ankle, but I think he'll be ready for game one. Um, yeah, I just don't know if the Knicks have enough. Yeah, for 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 Jimmy Butler, because uh, you know, Drew Holiday, who to me is one of the most underrated players in the league, um, but definitely like is one of the best defend defensive players in the league. He couldn't do nothing with Jimmy Butler. Yeah. And I don't know if the Knicks have anybody that they can put on Jimmy Butler that is a better defender than Drew Holiday. Outside of him, I think we match up well. It really is just how well Jimmy plays. I think the Mitchell, Bam, Adebayo will be a really fun matchup. They're two like heavyweights. Mitchell, yeah, but we don't we don't go to Mitchell. The Knicks don't go to Mitchell for offense. He's but a, he gets he's a lot offensive of offensive rebounding machine and scores from them. Yeah, but we got the Knicks have to guard. They're gonna have to guard and stop Jimmy Butler, and I don't know who you. Uh, Quinn Grimes is hurt. Uh, we don't know when he's coming back. Um, Josh Hart, Hart can play D. Uh, R.J. And Barrett, Hart, Hart is worth some fouls. Like fuck it, foul him. He's undersized though, but it's no. With you got Grimes have, out. They, we can't yeah, afford they, to foul him. They got to have Hart on the floor. He can't just pick up fouls. Like this is this is gonna be tough <laughs> for the Knicks, man. This is this is where it's gonna get interesting for the Knicks. Like we're gonna see what the Knicks are really made of. Like I said, I don't really take that first round. Because I didn't, I never thought Cleveland matched up well against the Knicks. I never thought they had a chance of beating the Knicks in the playoffs. This second round, to me, is where you're going to see what the New York Knicks really are. Home court's going to be great too. Those first, the first game in particular, but the first two games, that'll be a good litmus test in terms of can we hang? Yeah, if we can play well at home, maybe there's a chance on the road. But I was watching the uh, the Knicks, uh, the Lakers series. Um, I, I haven't been tweeting about my Lakers because I just wanted them to kind of get out of this first round. So I didn't want to jinx nothing. I didn't want to speak. And I thought we would have got it done last night and sent Memphis home. No, we didn't. We let them come back to the crypto arena for game six. And I'm scared now because if they win game six and we got to go back to Memphis for game seven. I don't, I don't trust this Lakers team. I don't trust this Lakers team enough. I don't know how much more time we have with Anthony Davis before he twists an ankle or something gets hurt. And then that's our season. So I mean. Just tank for Bronny next season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen uh, the movie Celtic Pride? Of course. Damon Wayans? All right. So you think maybe you and I should do that when the Heat come to town? Like kidnap Jimmy Butler? Yeah. <laughs> maybe like catch him at Little Sister and... Mm. You probably catch him at a country show before there. You catch Jimmy at a coffee bar. He has his own coffee, coffee shop. They're, yeah, probably, they're probably staying at Yotel. Definitely, don't put Jimmy in the Yotel. The Miami Heat are definitely not staying at the Yotel. That's the, the number one hotel I can think that looks like Miami. Yeah, nah, that's that ain't sick. happening. The Yotel. That's, I can promise you, we're gonna be at the wrong hotel. Yeah, I feel like they're them. at home. Uh, but guys, it should be it should be a fun series though. So I'm looking forward to the Knicks in the uh, in the Heat, and then as well as uh, Philadelphia and what I think will be the Celtics. But they still have to finish with the the Hawks. You guys uh, saw that the Hawks. Um, game had to, they had to push the Janet Jackson concert because of the Hawks game. Yeah, get that shit out of here. 
they had to push the Janet. So concert. they they booked. I don't think that they thought that. Oh, that they were coming back. That yeah. they were gonna. Game? Yeah. So Janet had a concert scheduled for yeah. that day, and because they actually made it, they're like, "Oh fuck! Now for we gotta move Janet." Yesterday. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, that's probably not the first time that happened with things around the playoff scheduling and people thinking that teams might not make the playoffs and or get eliminated before the show. Y'all don't think nobody got fired for that? That's not crazy no. to y'all? You don't feel like no, no, no. the Hawks should have to the move concert. They push the concert. That's to... how I feel, personally. They move the concert one day. So the concert's tonight. Yeah, that's not, that's not much of it. It's not terrible. It's just a day. That's all it is. And Janet, it's not like Janet is tearing up the charts right now. It's not like... <laughs> I almost hopped across this no, I love Janet. black magic Listen, and whoop oh, your ass. I, love, I ain't I got much to say. Like Listen, I love Janet. I'm just saying it's not like right now it's like... No, I don't have a problem with them moving her. This I just the feel that they tour. didn't consider the fact that their team might make it to the playoffs and they probably shouldn't double book that day. That's well, the, the, I feel like that's one hell of a Well, I mean, the Hawks did barely get in. I think it's good business on the State Farm Arena. Like, yo, regardless, we're putting an event in this venue. If the yeah. Hawks make it, cool. We'll push the well, show. First of all, let's not put a lot of business adequate on the State Farm Arena. They let Kanye West live in there for like a month. <laughs> no, that's good marketing. If they if they think about it, if they wanted to make that room that he stayed in, that cell that he took some photos in and didn't. Well, I think that in. was in the Mercedes Benz, and then they oh, kicked him out, yeah. and he had to go to State Farm for another month. Okay, whatever. He li- <laughs> say he lived in there. He had a room there too. If they wanted to make that uh, cribs everywhere a temporary museum and just let people come in and see the space and get photos in that space, you know how many idiots with those mischief boots would go in there take a photo. <laughs> Pay a ticket to get a photo and then leave. Why are you putting that on the, in the room that Kanye was living? Just to be in the room Kanye lived oh, in. Oh, yeah. They sure. would do that for sure. They could clean house on an off day. Absolutely. Yeah, people would. It's not Nelson it. Mandela's cell. Yeah, well, like, surprised. <laughs> they were selling air from Kanye's listening session. <laughs> yeah, like in a Ziploc bag with the photo. Selling, selling air from Kanye's on listening eBay. session? <laughs> Who bought it? Type beast. How many how many units did they move? Just fucking white kids with their mom's I, credit card. I was there. I breathed it all. I, got, I caught a cold. <laughs> got I left with with, with a, COVID, a, sniff, is COVID a sniffly in the nose. You know, the things that people. I left with a fake for. bulletproof vest and uh, the sniffles. The Donda vest. You definitely. I saw wear that you. Vest I saw you. That never happened. I saw you. I saw you. I saw you running. You got it tailored. Again, all right. Bye. My seam under the. Well, speaking of Janet, she bought Jermaine Dupri out at her show. Yeah. So and Nelly <laughs> yeah, bought no, they, Nelly they bought Ashanti out. Nelly not even Nelly bought Ashanti out. So I feel like everybody's going back to their exes. You're I trying to like find that's... any way to go back to China. Yeah. <laughs> wow. She gonna keep digging digging under that rubble. I'm just saying this is what where they, is he? It was bombed already. <laughs> just let it go. Our, this is what our goats are doing. I feel like this is what the our universe goats? is setting into. You don't think Jermaine Dupri and Jenna Jackson are goats? They're not my goats. Not <laughs> my goats. <laughs> Not your goats or not? They are goats. Uh, I'm gonna get some pushback on Nelly and Ashanti. Yeah, I don't know if I'm. They 2000s goats. Here we go. They're yeah. not Nelly and Ashanti are 2000s yeah, goats. But, but the goats, you, you goats aren't span over a yeah, decade. Yeah, you, don't, yeah. you don't just take goats yeah. and just give them like Fetty Wap was a 2011 <laughs> goat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we doing that, like no. But I don't think Fetty like, and Janet are in the same. Yeah, no. Well, Janet and Jermaine are goats. Fuck y'all for sure. We, we no, I don't disagree. I'm with you on that part. It was the other part that we just Nelly and Sean. Yeah, we used to skip over that. Um, what you got going on for the weekend, man? Uh, nothing. There's some Great. music coming out. <laughs> <laughs> you ask that every time. I, I, yeah, I don't really yeah, have anything going on. Me. Yeah, I feel you. 
uh, you know, plan for the birthday. There's no more. Uh, oh, oh God. Are you counting down? You used to have the clock on your on your Instagram. Count so what? Tor- oh, oh, I've been now? celebrating since oh, Taurus season. God. You had to set the reminder on his stories. Jesus. I'm, such, I'm just such a Taurus. Is it I'm Taurus so stubborn season? About you it. really Taurus are season. such a Taurus, but it's just so funny. Well, whatever. Yeah, that's what, what I What does that mean? You're such a Taurus. I'm an asshole. You know. You're a bull. No, not an asshole. people that were born in December that are assholes. Like, what does that mean? Well, they're being Tauruses. Oh, okay. No, they're 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 Venus is in Taurus. Yeah. Oh, the sun, the sun rising. The laid backness, the stubbornness, the tenacity, the way that he handles the, the people tenacity. in his life. It's very, very Taurus. Yeah, tenacity I got tenacity. You. You're talking like not nine ass. I'm right, like Nelly and Ashanti. That's your scouting report. <laughs> yeah. His tenacity. Yo, we gotta watch out for number 30 tonight. His tenacity is crazy. He's got a five-star record. Like some John Madden would say. <laughs> R.P. Madden. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here, man. We appreciate y'all for joining us for another audio expedition, another visual exploitation of the culture. Because <laughs> that's what we do. Let's exploit go the yeah, culture. Got to exploit it. Uh, we'll be back in a few days to kick it with y'all. Be safe. Have a blessed week and have fun. I'm that nigga. He's just ginger. Peace. No worries, mouth. Liberty sees me. It stands by me and celebrates me for who I am. When I come into the office, I feel that I belong here. I don't have to be corporate America Gabby. I can just bring Gabby to work. Reach your potential and find a job you love at Liberty Mutual. We offer development training, rich benefits, and a culture that lets you bring your whole self to work so you can pursue your tomorrow today. Ready to consider a career at Liberty Mutual? Find out how at LibertyMutualCareers.com.